Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. We're glad you joined us. Uh, Last week, we talked about how porn hurts your marriage. And this week, we are continuing on the topic. We're going to talk about how to protect yourself from porn. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. On this podcast, you'll hear real topics about real life. They cover everything from married sex to raising kids to loving your spouse so much that you're willing to forgive them for occasionally being the most annoying person in the world. Trey and Lee have raised four boys, been married over 30 years, and somehow still really like each other. And now, live from the metropolis of Childress, Texas, a place so flat you can watch your dog run away for three days. Here are your hosts for the Stronger Marriage Podcast, Trey and Lee Morgan. Welcome, glad you're here today. Hey guys. And we had a we had a good weekend, didn't we? Our, we did. our getaway weekend in Dallas, Texas. It was so much fun. Uh, we loved loved meeting all of the couples from what I think we counted up ten different states. Yeah, we had uh, we had couples that flew in from Wyoming and Minnesota, um, Louisiana. They drove in from Louisiana. We had a couple that flew in from New York. We had Missouri. People flying in from Tennessee and Georgia and Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, lots of Okies and Texans. Yeah, yes. and it was a great weekend. We had yes. a packed house. And we do this once a year, and, and it's just kind of a special event, and it is just awesome. And we're trying to figure out where we're going to go next year. We have no clue um, yet, but, of course, it will probably be next July. It's probably what we'll look for is kind of when we do that. And if that's something you would be interested in, it's just a it's just a lot of fun. That's right. Couples get away, leave kids, and spend the weekend doing marriage stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, had a lot of good feedback. Uh, if you were at the getaway weekend, uh, let us just say we're proud that y'all were there. You guys were awesome, and we hope that you got your five day homework challenge done. That's right. uh, we heard some folks talk about that and that they were having fun with this, it. This might be the last day for some of them unless they counted Friday as their beginning. Right? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's very possible. So, and that's okay. If yeah, you that. we, if you've attended one of our workshops, you know a little bit about the five day challenge that takes place following the workshop and it's a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully we will be somewhere in your area and, and you're, you can come over and go with us. We have some folks sometimes that go uh, hey, you're not coming to our era area. Uh, you know, you're going to be three hours away, and we're like, "What's three hours? Yeah. Just we drive it. Hop in the car. Come, and come. on. Yes. We have people fly from California and New York and things, and so uh, it will be awesome. Come hang out with us. We'll be in Kentucky uh, in a couple of weeks, and then in Tennessee uh, in August, and so we're excited about both of those events. So, well, Ohio folks. Uh, Missouri folks, we're all close to you. So if you're in Ohio or Missouri and you're going, y'all don't ever come here, mm-hmm. come on over. You can drive that. We drive things like that all the time That's to right. get to y'all. <laughs> That's right. So last week we kicked off how porn hurts your marriage. And we talked about how it is a dangerous thing to be and to have in your marriage. Uh, we're going to do part two this week. And we're actually going to do part three next week. Part two this week is how to protect 
your marriage, and we're actually going to talk a little bit about protecting your family mm -hmm. from that. Yeah, your kids. And uh, next week will kind of be our finale, and it's kind of a big one. We're going to talk about, uh, hey, my, my spouse is watching porn, or I'm, I've watched porn, and my wife feels betrayed, or my husband feels betrayed. Uh, how do I fix this? Where do we go from here? That will be part three next week of how do we... How do we restore our marriage? How do we fix this that has come in here? And so, um, but this week we want to talk a little bit about some some protection from it and why that's important. That's right. Uh, so, first thing we want to do is uh, don't don't wait until there's a problem. Take it seriously. Uh, you need to you need to take proactive steps to protect yourself and your family. Uh, especially your kiddos uh, from porn because man it is just so easily accessible these days uh, if a kid has a cell phone I, I, I hate to say this but chances are they have probably already stumbled across something that they should not have seen yeah uh, very innocently they have stumbled across that it is geared I, re I was reading earlier where where there are many pornography sites that are geared toward trying to get kids to click on a certain thing so that they'll get their first taste of pornography at, at an early age mm -hmm. and that's a sad thing it's so sad there's there needs to be some things that where that doesn't happen I know, and I know we're talking marriage but we also want to talk on this point a little bit about some some family stuff um, because you may be, what you don't want to do, if you can be proactive, you don't want to go, okay, so I found that there is a porn problem. If you haven't found that, then go ahead and be proactive and going, mm -hmm. what can we do to keep from it? Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's the best thing. We had, a, we had a young lady one time that contacted us uh, and said, hey, when are you coming to our town to do a workshop? And uh, we said, we, we were there last month. You know, I was a little frustrated at first because I thought, how did we not, she not know because we paid advertising mm -hmm. we said we were there last month and she said oh i know i know y'all were there but last month i wouldn't have any problems this month all of a sudden we're having some problems i need mm -hmm. you to come back so basically she was like we don't need to do anything uh last month because everything's good now i need you to come back and and, and come again and i was really kind of frustrated a little bit because it's like no we want to be proactive mm -hmm. Uh, in doing things before they're a problem. So we, we need to figure out what can we do in our homes to fix some things uh, to, before there is a problem, before there is an accidental, uh, I, I ran across this and I shouldn't have, whatever it is. And, and I, I'm, I admitted, we've admitted before that we've clicked on things that we didn't know what were and before you knew it, it was like, whoa, mm -hmm. shut that off really mm -hmm. quick. Yeah, and, um, and how hard is it for a kid, you know, that's curious maybe they they're seeing this for the first time and, and they may not just you know quickly click away uh, so yeah if uh, the average age according to one study we read that kids are age 11 when they have their first um, experience with pornography and that's either one from curiosity from people talking about it and they've heard it and they look it up mm -hmm. or it's accidental mm -hmm. click and then and then it's like wow I saw this the other day and I really would like to go back and look at it again that's right. and so um, you know when you can have conversations with your kids that's a healthy thing that's that's a necessary thing yeah. have that conversation before it happens or go ask your kid has it ever happened um, or talk to them about hey if that ever does happen come talk to me mm -hmm. because that's a healthy thing I've had all those yeah. conversations with our boys yeah I mean if they're on on social media they're gonna get friend requests from people that are not real people 
they just want them to go to a porn site basically you click on this link and it takes them straight to a porn site and and I know we've had to you know tell our kids hey this person that wants to be your friend that's not that's not really anybody uh, that's a real person that wants to be your friend yeah and I, just for an example of that uh, on social media the other day I had a friend request from a lady who had the exact name as a lady in our community and I thought oh I know her I'll mm -hmm. be her friend uh, within about two hours she sent me two or three links saying, please go look at my, my porn site. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it took me a second to block her and realize that was not the same lady. But she didn't know that I wasn't a 12-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. Exactly. She didn't know that I wasn't just a kid with a cell phone looking around. Um, and, and so well, just think how easy that is to access. That really, that really ought to bother parents that that's something that can take place somewhere there I wish there were some rules in place where if people pull stunts like that they could get in a lot of trouble for it because that really I want to choke somebody that's right I, I, we do so many things to protect our kids physically I mean we we put them in car seats and booster seats uh, they wear bike helmets you know um, man we've got we've got a grandbaby that is just now crawling and pulling up and we're learning that wow we need to like baby proof things so that she's safe uh we're putting you know outlet covers on and we're moving things that she can pull over on top of herself and and we're just doing all of these things to protect her physically and we do that for our kids we don't want them to get hurt but you know why why would we not uh or, or why do we allow them just unsupervised internet access that can hurt them uh mentally and spiritually uh and and, and physically yeah you know uh man we, we've just we've got to be proactive you, in that. you said that well and i'm going to repeat that because i want to make sure they catch that we we do everything to protect our kids so don't give them unsupervised internet access computer mm -hmm. usage cell phone usage um uh, we talk about in our marriage or our family workshop uh, parents if you're paying for them cell phone bills uh, you have every right to look at anything on their phone, and all our kids knew that. That hey, if Dad comes in and goes, "What you looking at?" You better tell him mm -hmm. uh, because I'm I'm paying your phone bill, and as long as I'm paying your bill, I have a right to know mm -hmm. exactly what you're doing. And, right. and we had some rules that we'll talk about in a little while. And of course, again, we just this is a good point to talk family and marriage both. Um, you go, hey, I'm you know. We pay our own cell bill, but we also know that you and I are welcome to look at either one of our cell phones that we want to. Uh, there's nothing that we're, we're hiding from one another on our cell phones, and so we want to be very, very cautious uh, about that and what we're doing on our, our cell phones. But parents, before we move on, let me just throw this out there really quick. Have those tough talks about pornography with your kids, about sex with your kids. Um, we think there needs to be some rules in your home. If you have teenagers, you know, our rules were your computers, your laptops must be facing outwards. Um, and where like if we walk in your room, uh, which we always said, hey, you better leave your door open um, because uh, we want to be able to walk in your room, know what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. and, and that's just kind of, yeah. we don't delete browser history. Uh, we've always said, I've told my boys, you look at my browser history any anytime you want, and and, and if, if it's deleted, then you can sit, accuse me of looking at something I wasn't supposed to. So those are all things that we need to be very, very cautious of um, when it comes to parenting. But let's go back to marriage for a second, okay. can we? Yes. Yes. So if there is a problem, 
we don't want to wait till there is a problem, but if there is a problem, best thing you can do is admit it. Hey, I got a problem. We need to fix some stuff. We need to do some stuff. I need some help with something. And uh, don't justify it. Don't uh, accept it. Don't go, well, if this person was doing that, I wouldn't have this problem. Uh, one of the best things you can do for yourself and for your marriage and for your children is to admit, admit you got a problem and you need help. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, yeah, it's a serious addiction, and it and it will take help from other people to, you know, overcome it. Yeah, which is our second point. That's right. You need right you need help. Uh, very rarely does anybody ever get over a, a porn addiction uh, by themselves. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a tough thing to do. And uh, to go, oh, I can fix this, oh, I can do this. No, there needs to be some accountability. You need some trusted friends to encourage you and hold you accountable so that you don't have to do it alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, bring your spouse in on your struggle. And we realize that, you know, if you're, if you're confiding this to your spouse, they are, they are going to feel hurt and betrayed. And we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that next week. But... Uh, we just want to encourage spouses out there that even though you do feel hurt and betrayed, you want your spouse to get better. And we encourage you to help them in that process. Uh, you know, help them do whatever it takes to get better. And if you're a, if you're a, a, a person who has struggled with porn, best thing you can do is just find, find a, you know, your spouse needs to help you, but, but I recommend someone of the same sex. Uh, I think it's also good that uh, I've got buddies of mine that we oftentimes check with each other and go, hey, how you doing on this? Uh, I have a friend right now that has asked me to keep him accountable on stuff. He said, I've been struggling with this uh, about every other day. Um, I send him a text going, all right, shoot straight with me. How you doing on this? And, and he does. And uh, he, he has done much better with this. Uh, but it is called accountability, and it will help you get going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. uh, and accountability is good for, for everything. That's right. Uh, there's also online accountability. Now, this you know we don't want this to just take the place of finding somebody that can actually hold you accountable, but, but this is also a very necessary step uh, is to just flat get some software to monitor your online uh, activity that will block sites um, yeah and i spent a little time uh with google today looking at some stuff and of mm -hmm. course you can set your browser to where it will protect you uh, there are things called covenant eyes net angel net nanny there's some great resources mm -hmm. you just have to look what works for your family uh it will allow you to receive uh, reports weekly basis of going hey this looks good you're doing well it'll also send you some links or, or a, a heads up that hey this may be something that somebody's looking at they don't need to but mm -hmm. part of that is if if I know somebody's watching me I'm gonna be really cautious about you know well, I'm not gonna do that I'm not clicking on that because, exactly and so uh, some online accountability is a very a very that, healthy thing to do. That goes along. Is it is it specifically Covenant Eyes where you you get an accountability partner? You do somebody to that, sign up for this with you. Yeah. And anytime you are clicking on a site you shouldn't be clicking on, they get an email notification. Yeah. So you're you're pretty much busted. So yeah. you're giving yourself some double accountability there when you sign up for something like that. 
And if you've got, again, if you've got a pornography addiction, that's a healthy thing to do. Mm -hmm. And and it gives you, you know, when you have that accountability uh, with your spouse or with your friends um, and and you can go, hey, I had a good week. Mm -hmm. uh, It gives you a chance to celebrate that with your spouse. It was a good week. Well done. Good job. Whatever And that's important as well. Mm -hmm. That is exactly right. So so you want to uh, find some accountability online with some online blockers. Let's talk mobile device for a second. Let's talk cell phones. Uh, Also smartphones, tablets, such a gateway to pornography today. Easier probably than the computer. We talked last week that, you know, when I was a kid, when I was a young person, if you wanted to find some sort of uh, pornography, you know, it it required you to go to a a convenience store and Mm -hmm. buy a magazine. And Mm -hmm. now it's on every device. Uh, you can find it if you want to. And so the same online accountability applies to your mobile phone that it does your computer and stuff. Um, you can use some software on there. Don't don't allow yourself to get into a position to where your mobile device becomes a, a temptation that's going to hurt your marriage. That's true. Yes. Uh, if you have any offline pornography at your disposal, like what you were talking about, the, the books, the magazines, the videos, whatever. Uh, if you have physical things, uh, destroy them. Just get rid of them. Anything you have in your possession don't, that don't is give going to tempt you. No, don't give them to somebody else. I mean, literally destroy them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just, you know, suck it up, destroy them, get rid of them. Anything that's going to tempt you in your house doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is absolutely right. I mean, you do the same if you're an alcoholic. Uh, yeah, you're gonna you, get that out you of your get house. Get rid of all the alcohol in your house. If you're trying to lose weight and diet, you're gonna get rid of all the junk food in the house. You don't, Twinkies. You, <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes yeah. you just need a little snack. But yeah, no, you no, gotta get rid of it. You gotta get rid of it, or you're gonna be tempted by it. Right. So just get it out. Get it out. That's exactly right. All right, so let's look at number six thing uh, that you can do. This is this is really important. We're calling it guard your eyes and mind, but it's really guard your heart, if we can put it that yes. way. It, it's we want to guard what, what our eyes are looking at uh, because it affects our mind and our heart, what we think on and what comes out of our hearts. Mm-hmm. And so as a, as, a, as a Christian husband and you as a Christian wife, we have to be very cautious that we are guarding things that may pull us in a wrong direction. So what are some, some areas that that can take place? So uh, media is, I mean, you know, we've talked about the, the phones, but also uh, certain TV shows and movies and uh, books. I mean, there's, there are just things out there that are not fit to watch or read. Yeah. Um, they emphasize sexual situations or portray women in the wrong light. Um, yeah. Yeah. They may not be considered porn, but they are just as damaging. If, especially if you're struggling with porn, uh, these types of entertainment will only make you struggle, uh, make your struggle more difficult yeah. because they can trigger you. If you see those things that are are not necessarily porn or considered soft, I don't know, know. Porn, <laughs> I don't know what the right phrase is. Um, you know that'll just make you turn to the yeah. harder stuff if yeah. you're if if you have a problem with it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guard your, guard, guard your what eyes. You, guard what you're watching mm-hmm. on television. Uh, guard what you're reading in books. Uh, romance novels, would that fit in there? I think so. Anything that, that is explicit yeah. um, with descriptions uh, is, is 
yeah, it's right up there. I think if you're watching or reading anything and you're going, I wish that was my spouse or I wish I was in this situation, um, yeah, that's just not a healthy thing to be. You know, we we want to pursue our spouse and our marriage uh, and not unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's just not it. So guard your eyes and your mind. It's a, that's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. We want to be careful of that. If you're going to lust, lust, lust after your spouse. Yeah. Um, guard and, your eyes and mind when you're out in public. Make sure that you only have eyes point. for your spouse. That's right. Um, yeah. Yep. Guard your guard. Be cautious of that. Um, can we can we throw one more out there? I think we got one more, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be be generous uh, in your marriage. Be generous sexually uh, with your spouse. Uh, we're big believers in this. We teach this in our workshop. Don't ever starve your spouse sexually. Um, this is not us teaching this. This is actually biblical. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not saying that in any form or fashion that sex cures pornography addiction. Um, we're not saying that um, uh, if somebody's got a healthy, if somebody's got a pornography addiction, pornography marriage is not going to fix that. You know, we have people sometimes that men and women, but we have people sometimes that'll go, hey, I've got a pornography addiction, but I'm getting married. And so that's going to go, no, that doesn't go away. If you've already got the addiction, then you're going to have to get help. But uh, be sexually generous with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't starve your spouse. Um, and, and that's a, a, you know, have a, have a, strive to have a healthy sex life. First uh, Corinthians 7, can I, can I throw this out there? I think we should. All right. First Corinthians 7, starting down about verse 2 through about verse 7, uh, tells us, and I'm going to just, I'm going to paraphrase, but it says, husbands, your wife, your body is not just your body. It also belongs to your wife. And wives, your body is not just your body. It also belongs to your husband. And then Paul writes and says, and do not withhold sex from one another except by mutual consent. And here's a point that a lot of folks don't catch. And Mm -hmm. then he says, and don't do that very long Mm -hmm. so that you're not tempted. So there's some protection from temptation in a a healthy sex life. That's right. And so we're not talking to men. We're not talking to women. We're talking to married people. There are some good benefits to being generous sexually with your spouse. That is a very healthy mm-hmm. thing. It, yeah, I, and and we will probably, you know, there's some of you out here listening that just probably don't agree with us here. Uh, we may take some flack over this. There is a, a feminist movement, if you want to call it that. I don't know if it's a feminist movement, but there are a lot of women that really take exception to this. Uh, you know, they don't want to be seen as the scapegoat for their husband's porn addictions. And they're not. Uh, and they're not. That's right. Uh you know, just because it, you know, maybe you've, you've going through a dry spell for whatever reason, it does not give your husband the right to use porn uh, in any form or fashion. He is still responsible for that. It is still very, very wrong. Um, all we're saying is that, you know, God says it right there in 1 Corinthians 7. If, it, if it's been a long time, you might be tempted by things. Uh, and so if, if you have a problem with that, take that up with God. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> because right. Because he knows how easily we're tempted. He I, just does. I don't think anybody can have an issue with being generous sexually and it not helping your marriage. It's, a, it's just a good self-defense against a lot of things in this world. Uh, I love what Solomon wrote uh, to his boys uh, about marriage 
in Proverbs 5.18, and he said, um, may your wife's body, may her breasts always satisfy you, and may you always be addicted to her. And he's talking sexually. Doesn't matter if you've been married three months or 30 years, may you just always look at your spouse and go, I can't get enough of that right there. That is what I want, and and that's where my addiction is. And that's, that's, where, that's how marriage is supposed to be. It's mm-hmm. where you look at your spouse and go, that is all I want, and I just can't get enough of that right there. And, and that's being sexually generous with one another. And, and again, we're not, nobody's picking on men, nobody's picking on women. We're just saying porn issues are a man and a woman issue. And if you want to work hard to keep that out of your marriage, then one of the things you can do is be sexually generous. That's, that's a very right. healthy thing and to that, do. And we're saying that that's got to take place before the addiction is there. Yeah, Underst- that's not going to fix it. it. Understand it will not fix it. Once the addiction is there... Having more sex is not going to fix the issue. Yeah. Um, you, you know, then you got to go back to all, up to all these steps and do the accountability, and yeah. you know that's the only thing that is that's going to yeah. fix it. Uh, and I do have some problems with with people out there. I'm sure it's been said, you know, hey, my spouse has a porn addiction. Well, you should be having more sex with them, and that won't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. That's that's no. that's unrealistic. That is not right. That is a myth, and and that needs to be said that that is not something that is true. Uh, having more sex with an addic- addiction is not going to fix things. Uh, and so, but be sexually generous in your marriage. Next week, we are going to talk about what to do if it's happened. What do I do in my marriage? Uh, how do I fix it? How do I rebuild some trust? Uh, I feel betrayed. My spouse feels dep- betrayed. How do I fix things now that porn, we get that question a lot. I've caught my spouse watching porn. What do I do now? Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to give some steps on some things that you can do next week that we think will help your marriage recover uh, from some pornography. And, and maybe it is a one-time thing. Maybe it is a, something that's not an addiction. Maybe it's just something that was dabbled in. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to talk about how to restore some trust in some marriage where, where some things like that takes place. Because we, we talk about it. There's physical affairs. We believe in emotional affairs where you are having an emotional connection through texting and a friendship that's unhealthy. And then there's mental affairs. And that is where we are mentally wishing we were there in place of, and and can I throw this out there? Um, There is no such thing as being able to watch pornography and say, but I'm not not tempted by that. Um, There was a, a nice lady who asked the question that said her husband watches it and says, he, he still doesn't desire any of that. And I'm like, why is he watching it? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, just some, there's just some huge issues there. Right. So yeah. be cautious with pornography. It's a subject we've needed to address for a while. We're glad we're on part two of three. We thank you for joining us. We love that you're hanging out with us. Uh, we are honored that you, uh, that, that you come our direction and listen to our podcast. That's right. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Y'all have a great week.